Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And hi again, everybody. Happy New Year. Hard to believe we are at the end of 2023, and that will be the focus of my show today. But first, I want to tell you that uh, we are brought to you in part by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. New Works Plumbing, love them. They have been so loyal to me. They've been here since day one. Hard to believe that I began this podcast back on October 1st of 2020, and here we are getting ready to turn the calendar to 2024. They are there for you for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. Just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W, wrxplumbing.com. They've got a fix for you, and they're available around the clock 24-7. So, again, when you have plumbing needs, plumbing concerns, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W, wrxplumbing.com. When I think of 2023, the first thing that comes to my mind, the Sacramento Kings in the playoffs, breaking a drought that had been too long. The last playoff for the Kings was 2006, and the Kings began playing on January 1st, 2023 in Memphis, a game that they lost, but that would not be an omen for the rest of the season because uh, the Kings would play outstanding basketball, especially after the All-Star break, which would solidify them the third spot in the West with 48 wins. And then we had that playoff matchup against the Golden State Warriors, something that I had secretly uh, hoped for uh, that we would see for many, many years. I used to talk about that with the Bay Area media and uh, fans, really. I I always wanted to see the Kings and the Warriors. I thought it could be very similar to the Kings and the Lakers rivalry. And I think what we saw in that seven-game series was uh, pretty remarkable, really remarkable. You know, the Warriors winning uh, a game that they had to win in Sacramento, a game five, and you thought that the series was over, but no, not so fast. The Kings went into San Francisco and won game six, forcing a game seven, winner take all. And the bottom line, it was Steph Curry, and that's what Steph Curry does. And Steph Curry took over that basketball game, and the Kings' glorious season came to a screeching hole, a season in which we saw De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis represent the all-star team for Sabonis it was his third overall selection for De'Aaron Fox it was his first of what I think will be many many 
all-star appearances wearing a Sacramento Kings uniform. Then you got to the end of the year awards. Mike Brown was the unanimous coach of the year. First time it had ever happened. Mike Brown, the unanimous coach of the year. So when I think of 2023, I think about, first and foremost, the Kings. I think about the long fans, the suffering fans that finally had reason to be proud, wear their Kings gear, go to games again, and be proud to say that, yeah, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. Represent on the road, start the new season, the 23-24 season, with, you know, great support, with sellouts, great enthusiasm. And as we record this podcast, there are two more games left in the calendar year of 2023, Sacramento 17 and 12 currently, fifth in the West. They play Atlanta tonight, and then they end 2023 in Memphis. So first and foremost, when I think about this year in review, the Sacramento Kings come right to the forefront. Something else I wanted to do, and I haven't done this, I don't think I've ever done this, in the years that I began the podcast in October of 2020. From time to time, not very often, I ask you, particularly if you listen via Apple Podcast, to spend a moment and write a review. Uh, Because number one, I read all the reviews. Number two, it helps me. It's good for all the analytics as it it relates to uh, podcasts. And I ask you to rate and review the podcast. And I thought that on this season ender, I would read just a few of the reviews and respond to some of the comments that I have seen in the reviews. So I'm very grateful for this first review that was just uh, put down recently. I think the date is December 23rd, so thank you very much. Uh, It says, the Sacramento Institution. I first came to know Grant Napier when he was on the uh, play-by-play broadcast for the Sacramento Kings for KRBK Channel 31 in the late 80s. For so many years, he has offered passionate and concise sports commentary for all things sports, both on television and on his daily afternoon drive sports radio talk show in the greater Sacramento metropolitan area. Grant's overall connection, which is developed to including philanthropic endeavors, shows to me that he genuinely cares about people thriving and has a record of creating ways to help young people have a bright future by creating scholarships to help deserving students go to college. For his entire career to come to an end the way it did was an unspeakable act perpetrated by a media company and a professional sports organization that showed no loyalty and no honor to what Grand Hills built for the betterment of the sports fan base who live in the greater Sacramento market. I hope his sports podcast thrives to the point of being the best sports talk podcast ever. Keep going, Grant. You're just getting started. Put it in the books. Porsche 907-917-FAN. I greatly appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. All right, here's another one. Grant, I listened to your show today, and towards the end, you asked your audience to write a review. So here you go. I've been a huge fan of yours for about 35 years. Back then, you were the radio play-by-play. I loved your voice. You had the most powerful voice. You are one of the most genuine sports personalities. You were not afraid to call star players out, even though you knew it would jeopardize your relationships. 
You had disagreements with Mitch Richmond towards the latter part of his King's tenure. You had a beef with Chris Webber for being too sensitive. With DeMarcus Cousins, you always called him out for being a selfish player. I was heartbroken the day I heard you were suspended and subsequently fired and resigned over saying all lives matter, which to me is completely not discriminatory. What a miscarriage of justice that turned your life upside down. It's a classic example of bad things happen to good people. DeMarcus Cousins also got karma afterwards because he never had a meaningful playing career. I wish he would have the guts to apologize to you on air for ruining your great career. At the end, I wish one day I could hear your voice again on the national level. All the best. Well, I do want to respond to that. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins did not ruin my career. Okay? Uh, Political correctness ruined my career cowards i won't say ruined i should take that word back uh turned my career in a different direction the woke united states of america turned my career into a different direction the cancel culture that our country is now unfortunately well known for turned my career into a different direction not demarcus cousins One of the biggest misconceptions about my tweet in response to DeMarcus Cousins, all lives matter, every single one is, I would have responded that way to anyone that had asked me what I thought of BLM. I truly believe that all lives matter, every single one. I've talked about this ad nauseum. Black lives couldn't matter if all lives didn't matter. All lives matter could possibly could not possibly be true if the lies of black people didn't matter, correct? I mean, all lives matter could not be true if the lives of black people did not matter. So I don't know why people get twisted with words. All lives matter, every single one. I've traveled the globe. I've talked to a lot of people, people that I know, people that I've just met. I've talked to people of all ethnicities, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I've talked to different religions, Muslims, Jewish, Catholic, Protestant. You know, I've talked to many Christians. I've talked to a lot of different people over the last three years. And the vast majority, and I'm talking about vast, vast majority, have no issues with all lives matter. None. And so this is just political correctness at work. This is cancer culture at work. And I appreciate your review, but DeMarcus Cousins doesn't have to apologize to me. I would have responded that way to anyone. Absolutely anyone. Here's another one. Grant, love your show for a long time. Good to be able to listen to the podcast anywhere. Better than the radio. You are the number one in Sacramento area. I also love you to fight the injustice. 2023 U.S. Women's National Team is embarrassing. Not sure what games Biden watched. And then he goes on and writes more uh, in a political context. You know, I've talked about this, okay? And I'm going to keep on talking about this. And I'm a little baffled by people that spend so much time getting caught up in who you vote for or who you support politically. Like, I've never quite understood that. Like, I don't care who you vote for. It, It makes no difference to me. 
I don't ask you who you vote for. Not that I would expect that you tell me. I don't ask whether you're a Republican or Democrat because it doesn't matter to me. I don't care if you have voted for Trump. Go right ahead. It's your right. Okay? I don't care if you voted for Biden. I don't care if you voted for Obama. I don't care if you voted for Bush. Like, I just don't care. All right? Anyway, the end of that review was not sure what games Biden watched. I don't like to mix sports and politics. Good show. You know, I don't either. I think sometimes that you have to, and that's just the way it is. I'll give you another example of a review that I have received as it relates to this. I'm listening to Grant, and his guests say our country is divided and that everything is now politicized. I just wanted to remind him that this was not the case before Trump, yet Grant never mentions his fellow Floridian. And since this show is not as much as a sports show as simply right-wing rants with sports mixed in, my comment is apropos. I don't really understand what that review means, okay? My show is not a right-wing rant. I don't use politics in my rants. Um, why would I mention Donald Trump? I mean, what? Why, why would I mention? I mean, I don't know why you would expect me, because I live in Florida, to mention Donald Trump because he lives in the Palm Beach area. And let's just say that I voted for Trump just for sake of conversation. Why would that matter to you? If I told you I voted for, well, first of all, I'll be very transparent. I didn't vote for anyone. I haven't voted in the last two elections. I didn't vote for Clinton. I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Biden. So there you have it. There were a couple of reasons. I'll be very transparent here. One of the reasons was I thought that it would compromise what you hear during my podcast and my rants and everything else. In other words, if you thought that or knew that I voted for one or the other, it would sway, unfortunately, your opinion of me and my work. So I'm like, well, I'm just not going to vote. That's one of the reasons. And the other reason, I didn't have confidence in either of the candidates. So I decided not to vote. But the shame of the matter is, and I have a lot of friends that I've talked to this with, I think that you are a shallow individual to a degree. If you have ended friendships, family relationships, if you have completely crossed off people from your list because of who they voted for, that is one of the real, true privileges as a person in the United States of America, the freedom to vote the way you want to vote. And the fact that there are so many that are Democratic, that are left-wing, that refuse to be friends and have relationships with people on the right, to me is the biggest problem with this country. The biggest problem in this country as I now shift from sports to politics is that people are too ignorant and too stuck in their own ways and have their blinders on to have a conversation. I've had many conversations with people opposite of my political beliefs on, I mean, countless numbers, okay? And I don't hate them. I don't 
lack respect for them. I don't think anything less of them as a human being. I just view them as someone that has a different viewpoint than I do that I don't quite understand. But I respect the fact that they have those viewpoints. My brother's one of them. My brother and I have a lot of different viewpoints when it comes to these issues. And we can talk about them and we don't have any problem continuing to be brothers and being part of the Napier family. I don't understand those that go the other way. And again, I think it's one of the biggest problems facing this country. And personally, as we do head into an election year in 2024, I don't think it matters who the president is. I don't think it matters. And so as I will divvy back to sports in a moment, for those of you that get so caught up in who your friends and loved ones and those who are on TV or radio and who they vote for and you form an opinion based on that, that's very shallow and it's really sad in my opinion. It's very sad. And if I had one wish for the new year, it's a wish that will never become reality, it would be for people to be more open-minded. It would be for you to listen to people with differing viewpoints because you're only going to become further educated if you take your blinders off, take your feet out of the mud, and listen to people that walk a different life than you, see life differently than you. doesn't mean you have to agree with them, but it's certainly worth trying to listen to them. I mean, all you got to do is look at our presidential debates. It's a joke. It's embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing to have people that are running for the highest office in this land, and they can't even have a rational, uh, adult-like, professional debate. I mean, it's sad, but that's what our country has come to. I will say this as I wrap up 2023. I try to stay away from politics when I can. However, there are certain issues that come up that I have a problem with. I've been very open. If you listen to me on a regular basis, you know how I feel. I think the sports leagues that jump on social issues and the NBA pulling their all-star game out of Carolina or Major League Baseball pulling their all-star game out of Atlanta, it's just posturing. It's all political correctness. It's about caving in to the mob. And it's really it's really shameful. It really is. It's just unbelievable. And yet people had no problem watching the World Cup in Qatar, right? They didn't have any problem going and supporting a sporting event where homosexuality is banned and in instances considered criminal. You didn't have any problem watching the Olympics in Beijing despite all of the human rights violations that go on in that country we can go on and on but yet you have a problem with just the most absurd mundane things that are going on in this country that you want to protest over and you want to ban and you want to revolt but yet you turn on the tv and you watch the world cup in a country where homosexuality is basically a crime right and that is really a shame And we can go on and on about this, okay? So sports and politics has intertwined, unfortunately. I hate it. I hate it. I've been talking about this for years and years and years and years. And I was right. And I said it before it ever happened. And I said, when you start mixing sports and social issues and politics together, you're going to have a lot of problem. And what's happened is you now have a lot of hatred. You have a lot of people that, you know, go on social media and say mean things, 
because it's easy to do, and yet they complain and they complain and they complain, but they don't do anything about it, right? They complain and they march for your pride parades and you'll be down in the streets of San Francisco, Sacramento, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, wherever you may be, all right, with your pride colors, but yet you turn on the World Cup and you support the World Cup in an area of the world where you and your life could very well be in jeopardy. See, those things just don't make sense to me. You either on board or you're not on board. If you believe in something, believe in it with conviction. Yet, there's too many wishy-washy people, not only in the real world, but particularly in the sports world that I cover on a daily basis. And so when it is appropriate, I talk about it. I don't like to talk about it, but I feel common sense at the end of the day prevails. And I really hope that common sense prevails in 2024. And I really want to thank you for being with me. And again, I don't care who you vote for in November. I really don't. Makes no difference to me. Vote for who you want to vote for. But educate yourself. All right? That's all I ask. Educate yourself on the issues and the candidates. And move forward. Be happy. Life is short. I think like you, I've lost some friends this year. And I have other friends that are right now battling serious health issues. And don't ever take your health for granted. I went through a scare uh, in the spring. Fortunately, I'm 100% and I'm fine. But when you're going through that, you're like, wow. You know, and then you realize all the little things that we talk about and complain about and get all wrapped up in, they're not important. Like, they're really not important, okay? They're not important. And when you have a loved one or a friend, whatever the case may be, dealing with a serious health issue certainly makes my problems seem very minute. And I've talked about Scott Pollard. He's a dear friend of mine. And Scott's been very open with what he's going through on social media. And Scott is going to be needing a heart transplant. And nobody uh, that's a male figure in the Pollard family tree has lived past the age of 55. Scott is a phenomenal dad. And he's got four children and has no pun intended, the heart the size of a building. And yet, he enters 2024 not really knowing if he's going to see 2025 because he needs a heart. And because of the size of Scott Pollard, he can't get a heart from just anyone. Has to fit a certain criteria with size. And so, there's somebody right now that's alive that's going to be celebrating New Year's Eve just like you and me and everyone else who won't be around to celebrate New Year's Eve next year, but their heart will be in Scott Pollard's body and he'll have a new heart and hopefully he'll see 2025 and years beyond so that he can see his kids graduate from college, get married, and live a long life. But the unknowns facing him are great and challenging. And so we sit here and we debate about stupid stuff. You know, when it comes to sports, we debate about small stuff. We argue. We go back and forth because that's what we do at sports, right? But don't forget, 
about all those others that are literally fighting for their lives and need good luck for their life to continue. That's what I hope for in 2024, that those that I know, those that I don't know, but certainly you know what I mean when I say that, the Scott Pollards of the world and so many others that have reached out to me this year and told me about a family member or a spouse that's dealing with cancer, some that have gotten through the other side and some that are in grave situations. Uh, I pray for you. I pray for your loved ones. And I really hope that we're all back here next year getting ready to celebrate another new year. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It means the world to me. I'm not going to do crowd ultra today. I'm not going to do a rant today. I'm just going to say thank you. Thank you to New Works Plumbing. Thank you to Bennett's and Brian Bennett, Bennett's Restaurants. They've been awesome. Make a reservation, check out their menu and more. Just go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. I'm grateful for the support of so many. Justin, who's reached out and helped me with the graphics. Max, who's helped me with the team store on my website for my merchandise. And so many others, too many names to mention, that have put smiles on so many faces, including mine, by reaching out, wanting no compensation in return, but saying, hey, I can help you. What can I do? Can I do this for you? Can I do this? I've got ideas. And if you have any ideas for the podcast or my live shows or my rants, take the time, all right, particularly if you are listening via Apple, write a review. I'll read the reviews, and maybe I'll talk about them here on a episode in the future. Happy New Year, everybody. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you in 2024. Again, thank you so much. So long now.